Should I should I just crack straight on? Well, what do you have to say for yourself, Lloyd? Well, what I would, what what a lot of podcasts seem to do is go well, like what what did David, David Foster do? Good evening and welcome. Just start with a, a feigned introduction. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with the title and everything. But I think because this is Lloyd and Duncan work out the kinks. <laughs> Figure out the kinks. Figure out the kinks. We should just leave this in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to crack straight on, and we'll get it in post edit. If I learn how to do that, everything is going to have to be in post edit. I think really we'll just we'll just have this conversation. So what do you think the new flat? It's a very nice flat. Uh, it's a lovely subletted council flat. Yeah. Uh, how many rooms was it? Five? It's, I've, 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 you know what? I've, I've never, never counted. actually counted the rooms. <laughs> in the corridor, but if it's six. <laughs> Does a corridor have count as a room? Uh, when I'm valuing houses, I certainly put a corridor. <laughs> Which, I don't know how you get room by room without a corridor, unless it's some sort of hex. Well, that, is that like Takeshi's like... Castle. You know in Takeshi's Castle? You know in that game where they've run in and they've got to pick a room and then the monster comes out? You know, remember that Yes, one? no, I do remember yeah. that one. That was a difficult game, though, Takeshi's Castle. That was just specifically that round. That was a difficult game. I wouldn't know what to do. That was more of a maze slash sort of... Just fear. Yeah, <laughs> it was just instilling fear in people. And then some people, they dug the wrong door and then it went into the river. But some people clung on and then tried to scale mm. the side of the building. Would that be considered cheating? I, I think uh, because they're getting tried to get pushed off and I think a broom comes out <laughs> at one point, I think, again, it's popular. I think if you can make it out the maze and back in, you deserve oh, to yeah, be back in the maze. True, true. Yeah. So the, the, the council flat is very nice. I'm a bit lonely. Well, I was, was going to ask, like, how, how do you find living on your own? Is this the first time you've lived on your own? Yeah, to be honest, I remember. When I lived at Ben's flat, emotionally, I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different thing, though. No, I was, <laughs> I was emotionally alone. <laughs> I was just crying and we read a big sp- surrounded by people. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm never really in, so I come home about eight o'clock after the gym, and mm-hmm. I just I just sit and watch TV, make steak. Yeah. Helen, uh, my my landlady, has removed removed the <laughs> Slash door. mother-in-law, mother-in-law, <laughs> <laughs> so, so spiritual guide, um, has um, removed the kitchen door, and the smoke alarm's right there, and yeah, it's the most sensitive smoke alarm in the world, mm. and because this is a council flat, uh, it's the whole building go off. Well, I, I just can't turn the off. I've uh, just I've yeah, tried yeah. I've tried to stick a condom on it, but I was worried. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. See, I'm in, see, I'm in Tesco's and Jade happens to come in, and I'm buying condoms. <laughs> Fucking good, Helen. Helen. And I'm I like, once lived Jade, in a flat. Jade, I'm going to smoke alarm or this trick in the book. <laughs> I I went <laughs> when I used to live in a house where we smoked a lot indoors. We tried to do that, and we just forgot about it, and just it became part of the furniture, and it, we just didn't notice that there was a a Johnny on the smoke alarm in one of the bedrooms. <laughs> Until my mother came round one afternoon. <laughs> and then she, that was the first thing she noticed. And throughout my life, there's always been mysterious condoms placed was she in annoyed, my possession. Was she annoyed about your lack of care for fire safety or the fact that you'd even had a condom? Or was it a bit both? I think it was the fire safety <laughs> and the reason why it was there. And I had to probably be honest of why there was a condom on the smoke alarms. <laughs> it wasn't some weird kink. It was <laughs> to try and stop the smoke alarm getting set off while smoking joints in the living room. 
You know, I, w- I would go as far to say there's nothing kinky about a condom. I would say it's the least, it's the, it's the least sexual thing I've ever seen. It's it's it's, it's horrible. I hate them. Mm-hmm. If any ladies uh, <laughs> <laughs> hate them, what 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 is it about them that you hate? Is it the it's, feeling of them? Is it the it's putting them on? It's both. both I think it's a mood killer. And the ones are on, it's a bit like uh, it doesn't even feel like your dick, mm-hmm. does it? That's a weird extension of it, isn't it? Like or weird. <laughs> I'll, I'll always, I'll, when I was younger, I, I, had, I had a bit of insecurity about my small penis, and I thought, I'll wear a condom. I might even wear two. Because, double it'll, up. It'll come the length, the gift. But I realised that. They're, they're very thin, though. <laughs> they don't add much to you. Nah. They're, they're like, putting, they're else, like so. a pair of speedos on. <laughs> Hides nothing. <laughs> Condom does is not hide it. Warps it slightly. Oh, I so, shrink wrap. So I like the flat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't particularly like. Just everyone's a bit loud. Everyone's head nosy as well. Mm. Everyone's in the gardens all the time, and then I haven't really introduced myself, which I should really should have because. So everyone's like, "You're not Helen." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know. But was what, was she living here? Just before you were, or was there like a gap period? There was a gap period yeah, yeah. where her daughter was living as well. She's really, she's so glad in this council, council <laughs> flat too much. <laughs> People Sorry, I guess, yeah, she's bored, isn't it? She's, no, no, no. It's still That's a bit weird. <laughs> well, I can't do it, right? I'm going to council about living there. So. If there's any council workers listening, <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> um, I doubt there's any council workers. I feel, Doubt uh, it, yeah. I feel I'm so underprepared for this. I feel it shows my arrogance <laughs> that people will listen to this when I haven't prepared any topics. <laughs> or sat down. Or even suggesting that the target audience would be council workers. But <laughs> <laughs> I think this is so gonna get so big that Tommy, you, I don't know a single council worker. <laughs> just gonna go right. I I get him. <laughs> Someone's just coming around to collect your bins and then just like, I heard your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've also not got a... Uh, two hours a day, it's permit only. Uh-huh. And I haven't got a permit. That's no way to live that, you know. No, you need a permit. That's just no... No, because it's... Um, what happens during them two hours a day, I'm hovering outside this kitchen window just simply watching my car. <laughs> and it's... It's just... So do you want us to go back to the start? Why are you doing a podcast? What is the podcast about? What are your initial thoughts about doing one? And is there a, a platform or something you want to springboard from it? Uh, anything any, I want to plug? Anything you want to plug? I'm like a biography. You know a biography? Lloyd Holmes, the early years. Yeah, this uh, podcast, I threw a lot of names around. Lloyd Holmes, we hardly knew ye, but I thought it was quite morbid. <laughs> Uh, Floyd Flows, Choose the Fat, because in school they used to call me Floyd Flown. 
they told me it was Dutch, but it actually stood for Fat Lloyd, Fat Holmes. Yes. And that was heartbreaking. (laughs) One fat could deal with two fats. (laughs) Too too much. So so finally, I was having an argument with my my big-headed friend, Zach. Uh-huh. And uh, he's also starting a podcast. And we had a huge argument on who could get gasm on first. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to exponentially grow as a podcast to the extent where we can get gasm on? So this is for the worldwide audience. <laughs> that this is going to attract. This is Lloyd Holmes' Road to Gaza. Mm-hmm. Now, not to be mistaken with Road to Gaza. We will not be speaking about Palestine or Israel unless it comes up. Well, that's that, that's I'll, the thing. I, like, it, I, it, I would like it to seems see like it. a very free form, almost avant garde kind of notion of a podcast. There's a very few. so. Well, yeah. There's 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 no form at all <laughs> at the minute. Like we are literally just talking into a microphone <laughs> without any precursors or pre planning. We will well could talk about Gaza. Not sure we're the best people to talk about it, but <laughs> well, you know, everyone's <laughs> opinion matters to some extent. Purposes, doesn't I feel it? some pe- people's opinion carry more weight, but true, that doesn't true. mean I can't have an opinion. No, 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 I would agree with that. However, I'm going to keep my opinion <laughs> in the wraps <laughs> for now. <laughs> Not on episode one. I want no controversy on episode one. I think we need to get Gaza's view on it first. <laughs> Gaza talks about Gaza. <laughs> Is it dry? Is Israel dry? I presume so. I would have thought so. Like very close to talking. Well, Judaism isn't a dry religion, isn't it? No, I don't believe so. No, no, no. I thought I doubt it is dry. No, I don't think it is. It's a very holy land, though, and you would think. Well, this is take the place. This is the. This is like quite a big sort of argument I think quite a lot of people are like discussing is that it is meant to be the holy land and a sp- like a Zion a spiritual place for people of the Jewish faith to then like go to and to like claim for themselves uh-huh. but my perspective of it is that it's actually quite a secular place it's a lot of just secularity society like aspects of society happen in Israel and they do it under the name of a certain faith as opposed to actually being uh, really sort of devout peoples of those faiths mm. and I don't know for, for me sometimes it's just used as a, a facade but I don't know I probably shouldn't get too far into that it's a sensitive topic isn't it say Blythe was originally owned by the Blythe people <laughs> and then the Mormons decided we're going to pilgrimage to Blythe they then don't the Mormons then don't own Blythe well, they don't. I think they've got every right to sort of go and say that they are rightfully allowed to be there, but it's whether or not they like kick the Blythe people out. <laughs> really, everyone has the right to be anywhere, really, to visit. Well, yeah, migration's not, not a crime. Migration has become. Stick your flag in, really. Yeah, migration has become, or has always has been, such a vital part of before humans, before Homo sapiens. Like, the only way that we're all where we are today is through mass migration. The salmon swimming upstream. True, the 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 birds flying south for the winter. Mm. Um, all sorts like. Where where would Britain be if there wasn't migration? And then the migration is such a problematic thing, in this sort of twenty twenty society. And you know about migration. You know what I heard the other day that in the Falklands there's penguins. 
Warum hast du mit Puffins oder Penguins? Oh, it might even be Puffins. I thought it was Puffins. But if it's Penguins, that must have been a weird war zone, you know what I mean? Imagine, like, oh fuck, are we having killed another penguin? Be careful with them grenades. I know it's a rage war, and I don't think anyone occupied Penguin well, land. It's a weird thing as well, Puffins. I always just assumed it was British troops, like, just fighting... Uh, Argentinian farmers like it was for the majority of the Iraq like, war. <laughs> Iraq war for the like wars in Ireland for over like hundreds of years. But um no because then, yeah, the, the residents of the residents mm. of thingy were British. They, they did a vote, I think. Yeah, it was like ninety eight point nine percent um referendum. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was British. Yeah. I, I wonder what it's like. I wonder if they are farmers, I wonder if it's like Jerseys or super rich. Oh I'd imagine so. What? Like, like, yeah, they are super rich because yeah, like, imagine. what sort of person who would be a British like uh, citizen would fuck off to this island? Migrate to the Falklands and wouldn't even know whereabouts. It's it would not be a fine work. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. 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 It's he got, he got a... I hear it's a lovely place to he went. He was going to Gantquist, that got cancelled. And then he was going to go to Parma, and that got cancelled. So he decided on Tolkien. And I rang him the other day, and I went, Oh, Dad, how's your holiday? And he goes, uh, <laughs> he says, Well, it's Tolkien. It's Tolkien or not. He went, it's a holiday. <laughs> it's almost like... Yeah, man, the lads, right, and I'm talking about the... Let the, narrow it down. The, the, the ketheads. <laughs> now we're down. Yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking Grundy, I'm talking uh, Thomas, I'm talking now, I'm talking Bobby. They wanted to book a lovely country house away. And what, David, in, in this country, though? Yeah, for next mm. weekend. And David, we are very cun- cunningly observed. That honestly, well, this has been four days. This trying to organise this fucking. <laughs> they couldn't be observed that we, the weren't the, we weren't gonna find a lovely country manor, um, one that would allow five bloody dasties da- in anyway. We we masterised we were masterised as, as as hikers, which we were not gonna hike <laughs> hike some gear maybe. <laughs> so so. so so what they did is Thomas got on the case. Now if Tom, when Thomas ever ever books anything, we went to Liverpool once and to save twenty pound a night, we were in the shittiest council estates in Liverpool. We were with a thirty minute free taxi in the middle of the centre. Was it like a B and B? Oh, we could hear shots going off. It was a it was an B and B. It wasn't a B and B with tea and crumpets. It was just some shit house. And I think we left the oven on for six hours as well. That race home. So we decided never again will Thomas book book mm. a book a place. But then he found a place in, in Howick. Ah, what uh, Howick or Hoik? Ha- Howick. Howick. Do you know where Howick is? No. It's on the borders, right? That's Hoik. No, but it's a ha- no. Howick and Hoik are different places, but they're, they're close. The same. <laughs> what H A W I C K? Yeah, is that not Hoik? No, man, is it? Yeah, it's Hoik. Hang on. Uh, well, this, is the, this is the first time the podcast <laughs> thought he googled something. <laughs> Which is I know how it how how we how do you pronounce it's like Anik. How we the W. Well, bit, how the fuck is it? It's weak like Anik. Weak. <laughs> how weak for the pronunciation. Oh, 
help us. I've been to Hoik. They've got a famous rugby sevens tournament in Hoik. Download MP3 file version. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm I'm quite well versed in my vocabulary. You and see, this was all over the you chat. You always question it. This was all over the chat. So you've read it. So everyone else must have been saying hoik. And I've been <laughs> now we've been a hoik, but I've been saying howick this whole time, thinking it's a completely different place. Right. Well well I'm gonna carry on saying it. Howick. Howick. I think that's like that's your Johnny accent coming through quite a lot. Well we're gonna howick. And I googled Howick. And looking at the pose, looking at things to do, I put on things to do in Howick. Fuck all to do in Howick, right? This flat was the shittiest little flat you've ever seen. Like, it was like a student flat. The seven of us were gonna get a bloody hike to go to go flipping to to go this shit little flat. And we were like, you know what, lads? If, if I'm going to bloody Howick, I'm not going. Right? <laughs> and <laughs> Grundy found he's been voted the worst town in Scotland for five years. In the worst town in Scotland. I was like, lads, can we just leave it, man? Can we just wait? <laughs> we just go somewhere else. So the phone somewhere else. Just, 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 off just off Bradford. Just off Bradford. Alright. And so we were going, there was a £200 cleaning fee, right? And there was anyone listed, only Airbnb listed around that area. We had some suspicion here. And Elgan's there. It's in local lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> and the lads still want the gun. It's a lovely be, place for a curry, I guess. That would be fine. I'm like, no, what is it? No, we're leaving the place. That's not a local lockdown. <laughs> to can't in the place where there's no pubs open. Oh, honestly. It's, so I've, I've had enough of them. I've, I've, mm. I've, I've fell in. <laughs> You're not going on holiday. All because of Howick. I would be dead embarrassed when they listen to this bloody podcast and they've thought I've been saying Howick this all the time. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they were saying oh, the same thing. Speaking of shit all the time, fucking Quidditch Park. It's, um, aye, so my neighbour. The one we've seen. The one we've just seen. She doesn't look like much of a type. She's an old like, middle aged woman. Is she, she a blue line one? She's fucking Tony Montana. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone pays tribute in the bloody estate. <laughs> and it's coming up. Three lads get out of the car yesterday. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock on a Monday night. A Monday night. And got. Jump the fence, man. How are you, Tabby? Sore as you'd. Sore as you'd. She goes, oh, you jump the fence. I'm not sore you, you cunt. She goes, and he goes, oh, fucking stop you. Swear to God, this is our room. She's gone. And she's gone. Yeah, fuck off. And I'm going, I've got my light on there. And I'm like, I don't want to turn my light off. Because it's, it's a sign of weakness. <laughs> oh, but I didn't want to peek out the window. It's a sign of movement, Because these rugby's would be like, what are you looking at, you little fat cunt? <laughs> so, I love how you live above the Don Denny. <laughs> So I, I just, I just, um, I just, I, I've, I've, I've put nine nine in my phone. <laughs> I, I just in case. Just nights. I never understood. You hear that in films and stuff. I never understood that. Like, how much time are you saving preempting the the two nines? Half the yeah. seconds. Will it not just like the phone not just close by the time you have to type in the third nine anyway? I'm, I'm hitting nine minutes. Just gonna lock the phone all over again. Thank God my code's nine 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 nine. I'm getting you beer. We'll get away. Well, I was, gonna, I was, gonna, I was no, just we'll asking get, if I could get one myself. We'll get, we'll get. 
what we'll do is we'll get Zach to come and mix drinks while the podcast. Uh, but, but, he's, but he's not allowed we, to talk. Can we call him Jeeves? <laughs> call him, he's not allowed to talk because he's got his own podcast and I'm not allowed on it. Are you so, not? <laughs> ah, but you so, have to save the drinks for his podcast then. Thanks. Can I have an old fashioned? You can, can fuck you off. <laughs> so, uh, so I, so I'm, so what? Yeah, the podcast. Right. Yeah. So one thing that that little video that you googled of Hoik pronunciation had was a jingle, and I feel like every podcast needs at least a little bit, a little well, bit of a jingle. What I've noticed, and that's what like like segments it, like introduces it a little bit. Some are really really funny. Like Adam Buxton's podcast has some amazing jingles in it, but like Athletic Mints is just that one little. Sort of oriental melody. No, isn't that it? oriental melody. It's on loads. It's isn't not it? exclusive. To, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's on loads of like football popular, and I don't know why it's chosen. It, it's, it's probably just. Strange. It's probably just public domain podcast. Mm. Whenever someone types in podcast jingles, it's probably number one. Do you know Caravan of Love by the uh, yeah. House Martins? Oh, yes, ready? I think so. Yeah. Are you ready? ready? For love? <laughs> no. <laughs> you do this every time I sing Caravan of Love. Are you ready for the podcast of your life? <laughs> Mate, I'll think of a jingle. Like okay. I say, I'm like, this isn't even episode one. This is episode... This is the pre-pilot. The, the pre-pilot. This is well, any jingle. And I'm sure them jingles are put in, in post-edit. They're not... Oh, yeah, no, they will they're, be. They don't they're, play... It's not like, it's not like Radio <laughs> 1. Like, they've got, like, the fog horns going off. And they've got to push the buttons. Everything... Pinky and the buttons. Yeah, it's not like... How does he keep up with current affairs like that? <laughs> the weather today is really lousy. <laughs> I feel like there's probably going to be a lot of Simpsons references. Just intermingled. Alright, well, the, the issue is we tend to do quite a lot of after I go Min's references as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel if we do it on a podcast, it's then plagiarism. Uh Unless you could call it one thing with the podcast, and if you want other people to listen to it, is you've got to be no. original. Well, yeah, you have to be original. Otherwise, we're just playing but podcasts. The thing is, a lot of our humour is based on either inside jokes or self-referential about our other mates or the things that we've done. Well, mate, like I, I think what we're doing really is we're aiming too high. I think if we can, if we can get our very select group of mates to enjoy this podcast, I think, I think that's the most I'm hoping for. Is, is this going to get us like, as widespread as like our panther that we used to do? <laughs> if you can get to be a young child following, I can, I can really love it. We'll release it one year every Christmas. <laughs> Fuck the panther this year. We'll just release a podcast. A live podcast. <laughs> It's normal. <laughs> it's not even us recording it live. It's just us playing yeah, it. Playing, it playing a pre-recorded La- podcast. Lars, has this bitch really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh how's work on then? Is it? Is it? Is it? Are you still waking up on it all the time? I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's like it, because it's only three days a week, three shifts a week. It's absolutely fine to sort of. Jiggle my sleeping pattern a little bit, uh, get used to it. Uh, I just really, I I don't like this notion of people having to work all the fucking time or having like well, an was, ambition was, of a career. It was total the four day week. 
just I answer by a hi hi and go <laughs> and just tell me whether it was a church or a pub or maybe both. I think it was I know, both. I know <laughs> a pub. If you're pretty I sure know a church and I know a pub. So I think two different establishments. Unless there was a pub in the church. If you just want to call in and name both the pub and the church. Gets ten ten pounds. <laughs> And you get oh you get put into a raffle as well, and after a hundred podcasts, I'll give away my Audi. Signed by Gaza. Signed <laughs> by Gaza. If I don't have Gaza by on by then, I, I'm not giving it the car away. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't made enough money off the podcast to afford the Gaza mobile, <laughs> which is just like fifty cans of Stellas attached to a bicycle. <laughs> I was I so I was telling Duncan in the car this well this earlier, but um. I'll, I'll reiterate it for me, listeners. My mum told us after a hard breakup that uh, she loves me more than Jade. <laughs> which, was, which was nice to know. I didn't get anything for my birthday. Jade got a hamper of gifts. You got nothing for your birthday? That's sad. No, mate. Absolutely not. I, I don't need out. I don't need ask for out. But it, uh, it's still nice. Even it's just like, like a, a, a friend of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terry's chocolate orange. It's the thought, it. thought that counts. Oh, you know, it's the one chocolate I don't want to be given because I kinda I kinda just have a segment of Terry's chocolate orange. <laughs> I will eat that like I, an apple. <laughs> I have to like I have to eat it till you get to that little core bit. And like, that's the best bit for me. The core bit <laughs> the is the little bit the core. I don't know why. It's all we get one every Christmas. Yeah, it's like a flake. Yeah, it is like a flake. And I loved flakes when I was young. Messy. Messy flakes. Oh. You can't eat you can't There's eat so much better. There's so much better. There's so much better in the whippy than they are like straight out of the packet. I always found as well. Mm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if they were just kept colder. Does it still make flakes? Probably. I haven't seen a flake. I haven't seen a flake bar in a while. Uh-huh. But I'm sure there must be there must be a black market for all the ice cream drivers. <laughs> There's a guy in Walker. <laughs> he's got, and he's, and he's, no he's got ten that's, years worth That's maybe of what Debbie's Debbie Don Debbie with the flakes. <laughs> uh, Have I told you about my one of my, <coughs> my main ambition was just to go and sell uh, traditional British ice creams in mainland Europe. <laughs> I I was seriously I I gum treed every day. What? How much of ice cream man was going to cost? What you were going to get, like a Mr. Whitby? I was going to get a Mr. Whitby machine and sell it in mainland yeah. Europe. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I've never like, seen that. Well, Stuart like Italy, <laughs> yeah, Italy, Poland. Well, you, you mean all these places? Denmark. Famous for the delicious ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but traditional <laughs> British ice cream with the weird green sleeves they melody. They won't shop anything British, man. Tesco failed. <laughs> Where did Tesco try? Tesco tried the field massively. Um, they Do you know what's massive though? Spainsbury's. Spainsbury's? Spainsbury's. 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 Real, real outlet chain in Spain. Predominantly in Benidorm and like those kind of places. But there's a lot of British tourists and Oh, so it's catered to the British tourists? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. So you can get like Heinz baked beans there and Branston pickles. Oh, yeah. What's the what Peter, Peter Casey say when you're on holiday and you're just like, oh, it's, I've got cabby fingers here. Oh, the taste just is, of course I fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> it's exported. <laughs> it's, it's from here. It's just been in a plane. <laughs> not a guy called McGuell's going, well, I've got to re- re- reimagine this bloody Cadbury's finger. I've done me best, it might not taste the same. 
What would a Spanish Freddo be called? Um, uh, what's a Spanish name for Freddo? Freddo sounds already pretty Spanish. It's got O on the end. Freddo. <laughs> Freddo. Um, Franco. I was watching. I was watching. Um, uh, bloody Gordon Ramsay's bloody you know hotel nightmares or something. Uh-huh. And what was his name? Oh, there was a guy called Jerry Parmigiano. <laughs> <laughs> he was an Italian, and I was like, surely oh, right. not. But honestly, Parmesan. That, that was his birth name, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Unless that's his stage name. <laughs> What's he known for? <laughs> Parmesan. <laughs> he just tricks on Parmesan <laughs> on stage. I, I'm, uh, I'm pissed off at Sabi, by the way. So if you're listening to Sabi, I'm pissed off. Why are you pissed off at Sabi? Well, I'm not really pissed off at Sabi, but I broke up with Jade, and then you know what really showed me what love was, what blind love was? <laughs> His girlfriend said I was a better, he was a better dancer than me. Now that's blind, rose-tinted spectacles. Sammy's girlfriend said Sammy was a better dancer than you. Aye, it's just some sort of bloody moron. <laughs> She's probably just catering to, nah, to mate, the business she's with. Mate, this happened three weeks ago and I'm still talking about it. <laughs> but why are you upset with Sammy over it as opposed to with Sammy's girlfriend? Why is she called Charlotte, is it? I, I, I'm, I'm just, Sam, because Sammy backed her up. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy should have said, Charlotte, no, no, I'm a wonderful dancer, but Lloyd is obviously the superior dancer. But Lloyd, does, does, he, does he believe that? Or does he believe that he's a better dancer? Because we've had this discussion with Lloyd before. And you always believe that you're the better dancer, but I believe that I'm the better dancer. The problem is, a dance-off does not really translate very well to podcasting. <laughs> it certainly doesn't. It doesn't. Because I've been told I've got the face for radio. <laughs> the feet. The feet. I've got the face, for, but not the, uh, not the know-how or contacts to get on the radio. So I'm starting. Not the talent. <laughs> All the preparation, apparently, because I can't even prepare for this. I'm just, uh, for those who don't know, this is Duncan's mic and computer. <laughs> so if you want to be a guest on the show, you need to bring all the equipment. <laughs> you, I'm talking, you've got a panda to me. I'm talking about, you come with me, pay tribute. Do all the work. Post edit and everything, but this is my podcast because it's my house. <laughs> it's not even my house. It's the bloody cancer. <laughs> At least we're drinking your beer. Oh, I need to get the beer. Oh, I've booked a curry for <laughs> Have you actually? <laughs> I'm not sure whether you want to go. I thought we'd help out the economy. <laughs> Lovely on, podcast for a curry. It's one for nine. <laughs> what have you got? I think I overshot how long this podcast would take. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how long we've actually been recorded, but I've only got 1,040 bars. <laughs> I don't know what that is in time. <laughs> if you're good at maths, Aye. what's 1,050 at 120 beats per minute? Well, 120 beats per minute would be... Hang on, that's fucking... And then that you five need... Minutes? 120 beats per minute. Yeah. So, and then there would be... What's 120 divided by 4? Uh, 30. 30. So, and then 1,060 divided by 30. Um, well, that's about 330. 
which no, is... Yeah, no, that's 33, sorry, back in. 33. Yeah. So, so that is... Well, it's about half an hour, I guess. Oh, do you know what? Have we just completely just made up that maths? Or is it vaguely right? Mate, you just, you just threw figures at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know your methodology. You didn't show <laughs> your work. Well, a, bar, a bar is four beats. Uh-huh. And there's 120 beats per minute. And we're now nearly 1,100 bars. What do you think about this eating out scheme? I fucking seem, hate it. It doesn't seem like the best way to boost the economy. I think it's... Well... It seems like, it seems like another way to bloody, like... Yeah, exactly. It's 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 making the people who already can afford to spend money spend twice as much yeah. in essence. And it's also the same week that they like starve children of free school meals, they give people who would actually dine out in any case, whether alone it's during a sort of uh, economic recession, mm. the chance to eat out for half the price. So they spend twice as much and uh, I, I'm getting kind of frustrated with all these sort of like independent like venues that I know have been struggling, but they're really proper promoting it, and they're kind of idolizing Richie Sunak for being the guy who has saved their business for whatever. It's a load of bollocks. But, it's but yeah, I know I found a load of bollocks, and I wish more independent venues would be like, actually, hang on, let's not think about our business for right now. Let's think about the entire mm. sort of whole system. But at the end of the day, a business is a business. They're not going to think about you know kids I who like struggle the fact, to you eat know, on the school what day. But mobs were doing, they were going, they were doing. Gig, they were giving half a gig tickets away for a pound and they were going like if you you blow this wage yeah. or you, you're earning this much you, or you're unemployed or something you don't need to prove anything but for fuck's sake be honest yeah, yeah. you know and we'll give these away for a pound and and then the rest are 30 quid you know and I really hope people were honest and did adhere to that because I think if they did I, I bet imagine they like fucking their, their crowds that they'd sort of like, entice very much are yeah I'd imagine like more than half of them would be honest, but yeah, there'd be a few chances. But but that's I think the crowd they would get, you know, certainly in certain places because I yeah. like I went to see them in Castle, but I've seen videos of them in Bradford, yeah, and like you know places, you know, like you know, less economic affluent areas, and pe- people in Newcastle, you know, we're kind of, they, they don't like gigs, They're like Newcastle's funny for that, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. but there's like if I watched that, what what was that fucking. There was a Vice documentary on a bloody bad. Did you see the Vice documentary about this kid, these kids from Bradford that do them sketch comedies and they do like. Yeah, the BBC The Bad Boy yeah. Chiller Crew. They look fucking cool <laughs> as fuck there, man. They're idiots. Oh, they idiots. They just, they just do this bloody rap and it's like New Monkey, but it's bloody like. I can't well, remember it's, the name. It's this. over a baseline beat. A baseline, yeah, yeah, it's cool. a baseline beat. Oh, yeah, it's, it's I the thought they were quite good. I would quite like to see them. Yeah, they're, 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 they're funny. Yeah, they like, they put on a show, and they're obviously, I think I did. So I only I haven't watched. I think the if you're doing stuff like a little that, bit, yeah, if you're doing stuff like, like DIY, can't it's, you can't take yourself out seriously. seriously. You shouldn't take yourself too seriously. No. The weird thing that I found within that group is that there's like two or three of them who are actually pretty good. Like, yeah, no, no, out. and then everyone else was just there to just the shoot giggles just to that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one's like the dealer. Like yeah, Bez. probably. Bez was just the dealer. Yeah. That's all he was. He was so just. That's what dealer. you need in a rock and roll band, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Apparently, they started on stage and he was dancing, and they got Bez up and he started dancing like an idiot. It was following along, <laughs> which I like that. But it's essentially what Ben got when I dressed up as a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm in this one. <laughs> you need, you need, I, I think 
people remember those sorts of things though, don't they? They remember the characters, they remember uh, you know, the funny, proper performance as opposed to just people coming on playing and leaving. Yeah. The funny thing about the Ben thing was obviously you knew a lot of people and people who've seen him before and obviously people who knew me and they were like, haha, a lot of these were like, haha, Lloyd's dancing along dressed as a dinosaur. But then a lot of people were like Whoa, this, this is a really talented fucking band. Do they always have this dinosaur? Just on stage left. <laughs> just, 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 like, did you have anything to dance with? Or was it just one dance? I, 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 I think at one point I had a maraca, but I think it was holding me back. <laughs> I think I threw it and I just started clapping. <laughs> I love a good clap, me like. <laughs> it's great when it's on time as well, isn't it? <laughs> I was trying to be, I was just the haircut 100, 100, I wasn't, my hands weren't even on the wheel. Just, <laughs> just keep your knees on it. <laughs> keep your knees at like yeah. nine and three. I think my car pulls to the left when I uh, <laughs> don't have the hands on the wheel. <laughs> well, it shouldn't. Depends what, what, like, what way the road is. Oh, about that, maybe. There's very few actual straight roads. Mm. It's weird. It's Stephen, isn't it? It's, it's almost like once you get driving, it's almost like you don't really think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because of power steering, yeah. I, 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 I can I, I wish I could drive a car with me power steering. Apparently, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like even a Mini Cooper, you were like absolutely terrible. <laughs> you need a little sort of handle on it. Run, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really like bus drivers do. Bring it around. <laughs> my dad had a Mini Cooper. He got nicked seven times. <laughs> The same Mini Cooper. Same Mini Cooper. <laughs> apparently, you just, apparently you just fucking open the door. Apparently it wouldn't lock. If someone gets so worn down, you put like a spoon in the ignition. And like, mm-hmm. just took my YouTube spoon. It's like hot wire in it. I've got me hot wire in spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. I want something as sandwich to carry around. You know, you know, people with well, like an accessory, like a spoon, <laughs> like a spoon. Like I used to carry spoons around actually quite a lot. Can't you play the spoons? I can't play the spoons. Oh, and I used to, I bought these spoons once in Fenix. I was in Fenix for some reason, and uh, lo and behold, I was thinking about buying a pair of spoons because I'd learned spoons the weekend before. Lo and behold, spoons were half price. <laughs> so I got like, good spoons. Yeah, yeah, real nice orna- like ornamental, spoons. ornamental soup spoons, <laughs> and. I was in Phoenix. No way of lie. I was in Phoenix, just playing spoons, <laughs> like and just seeing which ones I like the sound of. And I got oh, quite man. a few looks. And someone came over and was like, uh, "Can you help me?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm just looking for the right spoons." <laughs> <laughs> it was like a music shop. Yeah, you were getting it. I was testing them. No, I like this. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I was trying to be a little bit discreet. I wasn't like obviously going like, yeah. like yeah. on my knees. Yeah. But I was like, I was just sort of like. Tapping them on my hands and like putting them to ear. <laughs> and uh, someone came over and was like, they asked if I needed help. Obviously, he didn't. I was like, no, I'm just looking for the right spoons. And eventually, I got them. It was like, instead of two pounds for two spoons, I got a pound for two, two, two spoons. Pound for two? They must be really <laughs> They were pretty good, actually. They're pretty, I still got them. So, um, they haven't rusted. Did you learn how to play the spoons? Did you have a natural attitude? Uh, uh, I YouTube learned for like three days and uh, I've never. Had a lesson since. <laughs> Who was that guy? He's like an Irish guy and he did Goodbye and Chess. Was it? Was that what they called? Mm. He sent you that song. He plays spoons. He he was, he's not Irish. Well, no, no, Irish. but he's a foot. He's Rory full. something. Isn't well, it? Yes. Yeah. He's really good, him. Well, that song's really uh-huh. good. I think, I've, you know, 
I've listened to a few others and they're not. I was no, no, that's good. But you know, you get a lot of arse like that. You got a lot of arse. Well, what did what does Frank Gustavi? Frank Gustavi had two tribes. Relax. Uh, relax. <laughs> I'm sure I had another one. I'm thinking of right said Fredina. Oh, very yeah, much yeah. so. Very <laughs> much so. one hit wonder. Yeah. Who was Power of Love? That was Frank Gus thought he was. Oh, that's a great tune. That's what we're doing Christmas songs. It's a brilliant song. It's, it's funny what to find a Christmas song. Because well, it can't be. Most of the time it's just when you stick Christmas, isn't it? That's pretty much true. But like. He's 17. I don't think that was originally recorded as a Christmas song. Realised it was going to come out near Christmas, so they just put Tubular Bells on it. Oh, that's very much. Yeah. I hear when songs come out, though, and the stuff in them, like, you just. You kind of get past. Like David Bowie's Man Who Sold the World has got a got a, like a, a washboard in it. Mm, yeah. It's all like a piano. It's all like a piano. Still better than Insta. Uh, still better than the, uh, uh, the Barlow version. Yeah. Yes. Ah, you see. Apparently he sold that guitar. Well, he didn't personally, but that guitar's got sold for a lot of money. Well, David Bowie originally sold Man Who Sold the World uh, to Did just this absolute also one from the 60s. Uh, and he had like a number three hit with it, uh, but he did it like Jimmy Osmond would do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Crazy horses. <laughs> no, he did it like proper like like the monkeys and. Uh, <laughs> Because that's going to be like a real eco anthem or something. But everyone's like, no, he's on drugs now. <laughs> well, nearly on crazy horse, isn't it? Crazy Horse is a style of Doc Martin as well. I don't know what it means. It must it must have some cultural meaning, certainly in America. I was it must be a cowboy thingy. But or maybe when people can't <laughs> cowboy thingy. That's what the podcast should have been called. Cowboy thing. Lloyd Holmes cowboy thingy. <laughs> it's just a cock ring that's a stirrup. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Right <laughs> away. I came. I, I can't remember why I was having this discussion, but I, I I said to someone the other day that the worst tattoo in the world would be on your penis and it just say Andy, like Woody has. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, his, the person That's I was chatting to, he thought Tom Hanks is a nonce and <laughs> called it and he calls his his penis Woody. <laughs> and I just said, worst tattoo in the world would be Andy written on your dick. I I I I'm inclined to agree like. Well, that he's a nuns or that that's a bad tattoo. No, 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 that uh, that's a bad tattoo. Do you do you, do you hear all this sort of stuff about Tom Hanks being a nuns? Well, not just not just Tom Hanks, but like every celebrity is a nuns, and then well, no, this a lot of people buy into like that sort of deep conspiracy theory that every celebrity is a is a paedophile. Well, what no? Well, what happens? What happens is, I, I don't I don't think when you were when you were paedophile. You, 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 you get famous and then become a paedophile or you get sort of mastering power. I think you're already a paedophile and you're very driven and then you and then you get yourself to a situation in where you can in in society where essentially you can get away with it. Uh, so I think a lot of people so it was like, oh why are all these paedophiles like you know, like what's another thing? Why are all these paedophiles working in schools? Because fucking that's easy as actually the kids as well work in schools, you know what I mean? It's like, but, but this Jeremy Epstein thing, like people like push it over. It is, it is one of the biggest scandals of of like since Watergate. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's like I watched this documentary, uh, obviously on not Netflix, but it was shite because 
talked about all the horrible things he had done. But like for ten episodes, it was then he raped this girl, then he saw this girl, then he saw this girl. It's like right, yeah. He, but he did get murdered in prison because of the stuff he knew and the pro- and the provo- provocative places he put these very very high people in, like Bill Clinton, like Tom Hanks, like you know. So Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. So so and he, he literally got murdered in prison. They they, they turned the cameras off. Uh, and he came out, uh, he was a suicide risk anyway. They took everything off him, but he managed to do it anyway. And the cameras ran, he, yeah. he was murdered. And apparently, yeah, no, apparently no, he got I put, he got, he, was. he got put in prison with this fucking, like, uh, Italian ex-cop drug dealer. You should have seen a picture of a man. He looks like, he's just Big. massive. And he's just, you know, like in a comedy film, the worst person you could possibly want to be put with. And he's like, apparently they got on them. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, he's gonna rape shit out of him and about I'll see you later, Mickey. <laughs> Call me, yeah. <laughs> no, he must be charming as fuck, man. He must be charming as fuck. You know. See, I, I, my my sort of interpretation of this whole thing is that to go against what you said that the people are already pre-files and then they find their way into sort of accessing the things that they're into. Mm. I've always thought it's the kind of thing that attract someone to be a rich, powerful celebrity are also inherent in people who have those inclinations to find uh, underage people attractive. Um, and then the other side of it is when someone is a rich, famous celebrity and then they, they exhaust their sexuality and they exhaust all of the things that they're, <laughs> they're sort of physically into and, uh-huh. and they've spent all that money on sort of like feeding these kinks that they like have developed because they are rich and powerful. I think they then go darker and darker and darker. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it might be very much like Bogdan. Mm. And I think a lot of it actually also is. It's 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 not a kink as in sexually. I think it's a kink as in I'm getting away with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm you yeah, know yeah, I'm, I'm untouchable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think a lot of it is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think but, as, but opposed, no, I as opposed to like just assuming that the problem is that celebrities are paedophiles and we need to like crack down and that's the main thing we need to focus on. The problem is that we allow this thing as a celebrity class and we allow the sort yeah. of rich and wealthy to just access whatever they want and get away with whatever they want. Well, this capitalism is absolute peace. It's capitalism without checks. It's just, they don't check. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, because the celebrity class is odd because obviously the class system is, is, is like certainly in England and then it came on in India is a, is a very, well, was a very strict and, you know, which, which, which isn't a good thing. But no. the fact that really people can't, I think as a, as a working class in this country has shrank, the, the, the middle class is simply growing and actually the wealth gap hasn't changed at all. It's just, it's just people's expectations, people are going to be really mm-hmm. laid. But, but the, the poverty fact, class the, is also the, the poverty, growing, I think. The poverty class is also growing, 100%. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, but, but the fact, yeah, the fact that anyone from any class can go into this celebrity class you know, with, with very little talent, or even when they've got a talent, or just, but you know, the, the celebrity class is certainly growing. You can, you can be a celebrity for nothing these days, but yeah. you, you're kind of, if you're loved or rich enough, you, you, you are untouchable, you know. And, so, and even even this Jeremy Epstein thing, it's sort of proved it, you know, because, because a lot of people think he's an Assad agent or a CIA agent, mm-hmm. and because he got money for out of nowhere. He became a, pre- he became a professor. Um, out of, out of like no, he, he doctored his degrees, you know. Which really, for just anyone, doctor degree and then get like to get a professor job, you know, to, 
fair enough if you go to like a Billingsvale practice and you've doctored yeah. your, your, you know, your degree. Not saying I've got a bias. They don't know what to look for. But you've got to go into a university with fake qualifications. Mm-hmm. And you, to an extent where you get a, a job. You, you, and, then, and then suddenly he's got billions and billions. Of, surely there's some sort of state backing behind him. You know, a, a lot of people are saying well, that, that, that might be it's not even about, it's about state backing, it's about the deregulation of the state to the point where you know people from that sort of privilege can just do whatever the fuck they want and get away with whatever they want. You know, we got on the wine, why not? <laughs> I'll cut that out. Thanks, <laughs> hang on. You see, Duncan, the issue I've got is uh, what Helen's lovely daughter did is she took. All the corkscrews. Every oh, that's a good point. No, I've got one. I've got one. Um, she took every bit of cutlery out of his flat, so I've now got one fork and one knife. So I can't host dinner for anyone. And also, I'll be, I'll cook something delicious. I'll be like, where's that fucking fork? <laughs> Is it not where you washed it? Probably like it's on the bottom of the sink, isn't it? Well, it doesn't take much to wash a fork. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, aye, that's a good, I don't know why I'm complaining, to be honest. <laughs> it'd be like, all I'm saying is it'd be nice to have more than one fork. Okay. I've got severe lack of spoons in my house. Duggan, I think when you said, have you got a, have you got a cork? I think you severely misjudged the wine. I said, screw off. <laughs> Four quid, it'll do me. Is that it was organic? I said the Prosecco was organic. organic. This oh, is, Barefoot's good. I, I hear Barefoot's good. Your mum's up to. I've I've moved on to Pinot recently. I used to be a sort of a red wine. What? I used to drink a lot more back then. Really, really. I'm a good man. 